It's showtime. Kuzumo Sespa in my DeLorean. War's over, I'm a pizza man DeLorean. The story is dumb. Star Wars historians, deep in debate, but they play at Ben against. Rhyme Renegade, show to penetrate. First and second defense, I won't hesitate. Got a job at two and Darcy got the delegates. Got something against Skywalker, somebody really hates. I don't give a fuck. I'm at your solo for all I carry. Could be hiding Yoda's dojo. Gotta make the money, credit's no good. When a job is run a shop in your neighborhood. Everybody, episode eight, cheat code visa. I've put down my game long enough with double drops to record a podcast for you, and you should say thank you because I really need those veteran smugglers for this event coming up. Some house cleaning to get out of the way. I got to say what's up to my buddy Joby Wan Kenobi and Swamp Donkey. They invited me to the SWGOH Territory Wars Cantina. For those of you that don't know, that is a 5,000-person server strong for Territory Wars. You can meet up with people you're fighting in Territory Wars, talk some smack, and it is awesome. I highly recommend everybody seek out that link. We'll put it on our webpage so you can go check it out. Also, everyone in the Alliance, thanks for being so awesome and inviting us and sharing the podcast. And I got to say, what's up to all my bros? I should say Rose, in the Brotherhood. All you guys, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and supporting us. We really do appreciate it. This is episode 8 of Cheat Code Visa. It's hard to believe that I'm already on episode 8 here. And after a one-show hiatus, a one-show hiatus, but he's back for everyone to mildly enjoy. It's my good friend, Nibane. How you doing, Nib? I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> uh, to the joy of no one, Nips is back. You're welcome. The podcast won't be bad anymore. <laughs> and because we deprived you of Nibbe Day the first show, we just decided that there would be no guest. That's right. You get 100% Nibbe with a little with a little salt bay of Scott mixed in there on top. <laughs> It's amazing what a week off will give me of a uh, you know of no Scott or no General Grievous and uh, I'm uh, I'm having a good time with the with the the game these okay. days. Oh, so, okay, uh, I'm gonna be the opposite of Scott today. I'm gonna be very happy and very fun. Wow. And Scott's what? gonna be whiny and complaining uh, like yeah. always. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all whiny and moody, and that's not fair because in the pre-show discussions I said. I got to make sure to reference General Grievous more than once to make up for lost time because you weren't on last show. And I didn't mention him last show because you weren't here, but I feel like you just stole my thunder. You just took that away from me, and that's not cool, bro. You know what? I just do what I have to do, and I'm hoping – I'm doing anything I possibly can to make you stop talking about General Grievous. <laughs> so I will never. I'm gonna, Maybe I should just keep bringing up Grievous then and just turn these tables on you. Everyone should until he gets his rework. But you're in the same boat as me. You grinded him, you have him, and he sucks, and you'll never use him. So you should be just as forceful as I am about getting his rework done, and done soon. Yeah, yes, yes, CG, make this happen. Please, God, for me, make this happen. <laughs> and for all the listeners that have to listen to General Grievous talk. I, I don't, I, I'll probably still never use him, but just making Scott shut up about it is good <laughs> enough for me. Hold on, if the rework sucks... I'll go into overdrive. <laughs> so let's be clear <laughs> oh, here. We need a good rework agreement for me to stop talking about him, okay? Oh, God. Okay, so the big news that we have in the last couple days is obviously Jedi training Rey. Uh, we all knew she was coming, and if you listen to the pod, you will know that you need the veteran smugglers to get, them, uh, get her, I should say. And this was leaked on the podcast uh, two shows ago? I think about a month ago almost, right? Yeah. I, I think we talked about it at least two or three. I think it was maybe we were when we were uh, with Going Nerdy. Um, I think yeah. it's when we started talking about that two or three episodes ago. So it's been a, at least a month, which is going to play into my comments later in the podcast about this. But yeah, I think I think we all suspected it. Yeah. So so let's go over her her kit. Uh, just to be clear here, our overall impressions. Um, some people are hating. Some people are not. A lot of the YouTubers are saying that. On paper, her kit looks good, not great, 
But then when they play, like the the game chambers, they're saying when they play with her, it's that sounds dirty too. Why does this podcast always turn dirty? When you play with her character in the mobile game, (laughs) (laughs) she is a lot of fun to use. So Nib, you start, you took the time off, so you're all energetic and ready to go, and you're all happy, and you really, really, really like her, and you have everything sorted to get her. So you go ahead, you let me know what you think. I've got her pulled up, so if you need reference to the skills, you just let me know. Um, I'm not going to get too detailed into the skills. Just, I mean, I kind of remember she's got a lot of dodge. She's got a lot of, she's got a, the un, um, uncleansable, uh, healing block, which I think is going to be huge. Um, she's, my first impression is, is that she is a clear counter to Barris, uh, CLS and Thrawn. Yeah. They have their healing abilities. They have, you know, those types of things. So I think she is a good counter piece to those it, by herself the way she is now it feels like they're going after Zerus with this a little bit doesn't it for sure for sure yeah the the leader ability is it's it sounds complicated and i need to see it in action but i think the idea was and this is someone this is what tal tal's impression was um basically uh, the guy our guy in our guild who basically does all of our numbers he thinks uh her leader ability because all the Term meter changes and gains and losses and stuff are on putting up the expose instead of popping the exposes that it will help the AI on defense in things like arena or territory wars. So it's like easier for the AI to, to handle. So it, I got to see it in action, though, because with the cooldown changes and the TM reductions compared to, say, Finn, um, I, I'm going to have to play with it. I But I... I does still that, think, make, does I, that make sense? Yeah, I still think Finn's better for the leader. Hold on, I'm gonna lead the. I'm gonna read this for you guys so we can reference it real quick. Resistance allies have plus thirty critical chance, thirty critical damage. When they score a critical hit, they have a seventy percent chance to infl- inflict expose for two turns. This effect cannot be resisted. Resistance allies gain ten percent turn meter whenever an enemy is exposed. I just ten percent turn meter is so small. Uh, compared yeah, to but I mean, 33%. But that's crazy. It's it's like the offensive version of Rex, though, right? So, like, Rex was like whenever you're critically hit, everybody gets 7%. Like, because I'm assuming you're not using it with other clones. And this is 10. So, think about it like, you know, every single time when you're like, and most of the resistance characters put up an expose. Or, like, look at BB 8. You do a beat, like, BB 8's AoE, his special, that's going to give everybody like 50% turn meter. Yeah, but hold on. Um, BB-8's AOE takes or Poe, right? Think well, about Poe. Poe, Poe, yeah, but but BB-8, think about it, because because Poe can miss. Poe can only put up one or two, depending on his potency and and their uh, tenacity. But think about BB-8. You're not going to use that AOE for five rounds in an arena. You're not facing a five person team anymore. You're facing a three person team because if you can't take two tunes down in five turns, you've got two tunes down. You know. So, yeah, so clearly, like, that's, again, this is why I said it's, you know, it, on paper it sounds interesting. I think it could be good with, with more, like, on defense, right? Because the resistance right now is awful on defense. And so, so I'm thinking that this might make it easier for them. But, we'll, again, I'm going to have to play with it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer here, but I'm just, I, I was... You know, we had all these leaks of she's the new meta and and she's going to be amazing and everyone rushed to get her and, and everything. And then when her kit came out, I was kind of like, eh, it's it's good. It's it's good. It's it's not great though. Like for me, I mean, obviously it's well documented that I'm I'm a little bit uh, dark side heavy, if you if you want to say that. So I don't know. I just I wasn't that stoked on it. And and I don't want to sound you know like I said such like a Debbie Downer, but because I do like it and I, and I like that we're getting the new character and. Everything like that, and I think it's a well thought out character. I think I'm just in agreement with you in the sense that my opinions could change drastically after we get to play with the character. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle here. I would say there's definitely holes in her kit. Yeah, it's definitely not the new meta. Like I I don't see this changing arena. I see this adding some some. some interesting teams to face in arena, but I do not see this changing arena. I don't. Yeah. I mean, not in its current format. So like the thing we have to kind of keep remembering, I think I'm sure we're going to talk about this later 
is like the, we're only starting to we're only starting to see the new movie character tunes, right? So like yeah. even like even Unmasked Kylo's like not that great, but like what if there's like that Praetorian Guard or what if Snoke comes out? Like what like how is that going to adjust all their kits? Oh, you mean crap? So I, I, I yeah, yeah. So I just I, my assumption is is that we're not seeing the full picture yet on what these characters are going to be like, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm banking on with um with her. I, I agree with all that, and, and and again, I'm cautiously excited. Either way, I'm happy that we got a new well thought out character. I just the other thing to note here, and and maybe I'm reading this wrong, but it only references resistant allies, and it doesn't talk anything about like oh non resistance gets half or you know. So it looks like this is exceptionally tailored to a resistant squad. So whereas like. Uh, you know, Rex, you could run like Thrawn and you could still get half of it or, or non-clone. This seems like it is very tailored to resistance, so it locks you into that resistance team. And I think that's why it, it's not a meta change. That That's just my perception of it, but you can only use those seven characters or eight characters. So that's why I feel like there's nothing there that's like not fightable in Arena or... And don't get me wrong, you're, you're going to see her pop up in Arena. You will. I, I'm not denying oh, yeah. that but i don't think it's going to be like when zal came out and it was just like okay everyone runs zal or you're going to be in the top 100 not the top 50 yep no i would agree with that so we'll we'll see how it goes um you know i'm i'm not holding judgment i think she's got her place and she's definitely got her place in territory wars um and you know against certain teams in in the arena yeah. So we'll 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 so I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be glad that I got her, but um you know we'll see we'll see if it like you know if they drop one or two more tunes and then it like changes like everything you know like if there's some synergy she has or something. So anyway, that's yeah that's my thoughts on her. Yeah, um, I I do like that it's and, so well thought out though because you can tell that they spent a lot of time on this character. There's a lot of intricate yeah. detail in each special, unique, and leader ability. Well, dude. Also, do you see she has that kick on her special where she, when she hits him, she she hits him with a lightsaber and then she like kicks him in the chest. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. Like, the actual yeah. the actual animations and like character design are actually really good. I have to say. Yeah, and it, it's like uh, it it's it almost reminds me of Thrawn. But yeah, but, he's he's really good. Him and like Darth Nihilus, they're like some of the best like animations I think. And sound, the sound was great on Nihilus too. I I also, I liked the condescending pose. And like how Thrawn would just shoot someone and then reholster. Like I don't, I don't need to keep my gun out. Like I've already got you covered. Like I loved because that arrogance was Thrawn too. So I, I loved all of that. That was all. I was super hardcore geeking out on that kind of stuff. So, I, so yeah, good. all in all, pretty good polish. I'm, I'm happy with what they've done with her. Um, and I don't really think we needed another CLS. Like no. that just totally OP. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm really good. But now we have to go into. In uncharted territory, which means we have a new drop for that. Uh, we need to talk about how to get Ray because you are prepared and I am not, and we are on two very different sides of the story. So, with that, I bring you Festivus. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. A new holiday was born, a Festivus for the rest. As I rain blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. You gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Festivus is back! No offense, but this holiday is a little out there. That's right. This is the annual. Uh, this is going to be like the the show Euler. <laughs> this is going to be like every show, <laughs> our airing of grievances, or as we like to call it, our airing of grievances. Huh? 
You like that? Uh, yeah, not, not bad, right? <laughs> not bad. Okay, so this is the. Hot I gotta topic. say though, it's it, sorry. But I gotta say though, it is good timing, right? It is the it is the festivist season time of year. It's so it's festive. good to get a little, you know, like bring a little bit of some holiday cheer to this show. Yeah, because I, I, one thing Nib and I can both guarantee you is you will never hear Christmas music on this podcast. So. If you're if you're looking for a place to not hear Christmas music, you can come on by because we're not gonna play it. But we, I, we might. I am all about the uh, yeah. The festivist holiday is definitely more my speed. Uh, <laughs> I would rather like gather everyone around and tell them all the things I don't like about them. Oh, and you find tinsel distracting? Is that why? <laughs> is that why? One of you? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so we're on two different sides of the story. I, I think I got a foot in both camps here. So you are ready. You have veteran Han. You have veteran Chewy. You have BB-8, Finn, and Ray Scavenger at seven stars. So I have everybody but the veteran smugglers, and those are the pay-for characters. So this is something we've kind of come to expect in this game with panic farming. So I'm actually going to take the first crack at this, and then you can uh, dispute my claims. I just have a problem with the panic farming thing, and and I got to give a shout-out to our last guest, uh, Cubs fan Han because he tweeted out something the other day. I, I never thought I'd really reference somebody like that, but whatever. He said, I've just come to terms with the fact that this is now a panic farming game. And once you make that realization, you will be a lot happier. And I think that's true because we fight this every time uh, a new character comes out, but yet we still panic farm to get that character. So my whole thing is, I just wish they would mix it up a little bit. I know we had a little bit more of a notice with uh, CLS. I felt like they gave us like two weeks on that instead of a week. And we got double drops for, what, two days here? Like, it, it isn't that much. I feel like they should have done double drops up until the event. But my thing is, and, and this is a money-making game, okay? I understand that. I work in software. You always need to make money to keep the doors open, and I'm okay with that. But I don't see the harm in giving people a three-week or a one-month kind of window there. I, I don't understand why you have to make the panic farming. Why not just make it regular farming? Is there that much difference? Is it really that hurtful to your business model? And why can't you give it a try? And, and that's where I'm at. I, I don't think I'm going to get her. To be honest with you, I'm at, uh, I think, 7 of 100 on Han. And I'm at, like, 75 of 85 on Chewy. So I've got 220 shards roughly to get, and I just don't know if I can make that happen in the next six or seven days. So that's kind of my stance on it. I don't, I don't want to spend too much time doing this. I just, I wish it was different for one or two characters. Like, I'm okay with the panic farming. I just, it's just constant panic farming. So I feel like I'm rushing from one character to the next and one panic to the next, and I feel like I never have a chance to breathe in the game. And honestly. There's a part of me that does feel kind of sorry for some of the free-to-play people. I mean, I, I don't know when this event's going to come back. I feel like it's going to be six months, and you're just not going to have uh, Jedi Training Ray and, and all the excitement surrounding the new movie. I feel like it's a missed opportunity here. So anyways, Nib, you go ahead. Give me your thoughts. You're, you're on the other side of the coin here. So, so all right. So, for, so, I mean, I don't disagree with... You know, if we're talking specifically around timing of announcements and stuff, like, uh, yeah, I think there definitely could be, they could definitely kind of give more time. Yeah, and to be clear, I don't but, want, I don't want them to like blow out her kid a month before, like, because I don't want them, like, I understand there's, like, I don't even want to know the contractual obligation they have with a Star Wars franchise. Like, it's got to be seven thousand pages long. But oh, it's crazy! Just, yeah, like, have you seen? Have you seen the cast on like the the they, the cast has started doing like the the late night shows, and they're like the hosts are like freaking out about what they can ask them. Like those contracts must be ridiculous. Oh, they're they're insane, and and the penalty is like dropping out of Death. an airplane with no parachute. Like it's the slowest way to die ever, right? But but this, yeah, all, the, all the mouse is going to get paid. All yeah. right, the mouse is going to get paid. Yeah. So so what I'm saying is like, don't give me her kit. Don't like just tell me who I need. Here's an event coming up. We're doing double drops every weekend for four weekends. Like, I'm just snow. Like, this is off the top of my head, but I could come up with so many creative marketing solutions around this. They did offer us the $40 pack where I think they gave us like 80 shards of each. I bought it. And I'm still way off. And I knew about this a month in advance, but I just, you know, that that was solid rumors that we had. And, and they were solid enough where I should have farmed them. But anyways, go, Nib. I'm taking over your so spot. 
Yeah, no, no. So it's fine. I mean, like, so, I mean, I think at this point, my, my counter argument is, is clearly this is what they do in the game. And so you need to anticipate it. So my, my best, my best suggestion would be when the whole CLS Heroes Journey thing came, started leaking out, I talked to a buddy of mine, Wrigley, in, in, in our guild, and he's only been playing for like nine months or maybe a year at this point. He has CLS because he like he farmed smartly, and the minute we all said, "Hey, it looks like these are probably the tunes we're gonna need," he like put a laser focus on it before anything was announced. And so now he's you know he doesn't have a ton of tunes yet, but he's got CLS because he 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 like rolled the dice on that on that rumor, and it worked. And, yeah, but, but that only works for people that are well connected, and obviously our listeners are well connected because they're listening to a podcast about a mobile game, but. I would say the meat, you know, the the red part of the meat here, the 80% of players aren't that dedicated. They play this for fun. And you could argue that they don't need the character then, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunity there. I mean, clearly communication could probably be more helpful, right? And uh, I don't really particularly like the whole idea of having a panic panic farm. But, I mean, and maybe, again, maybe I'm in the minority here because I basically, I was either, I can either farm them or more mods, and I would definitely prefer to do more mods, but I was like, I'm not going to be unprepared. It's the same reason I'm actually farming Her- uh, Hermit Yoda right now. Like, he's not that great, but I'm not going to miss out on Jedi Luke because of it. Yeah, I, yeah, God, if they make... But if they make Hermit Yoda a requirement, man, that's going to be... I will... I will why, why wouldn't they? I, like, I, why wouldn't they? I would have to let someone else run the podcast for like six months to calm down because I will rage if that's the case. I really will. So, so anyway, that's the way I approach this game is, is all right. Like, okay. Like, and we talked about it. Like these, it's like they threw these two dudes out here and you know, it's like they didn't really fit anywhere. And like, that's really my beef is like that. They're just not that good. Like if they actually were decent, it was like what everybody bitched about with the Phoenix squad for Thrawn. Like these guys are awful. Why are you making us get them? It's like, at least, please, like, make them usable. Like, I have no problem. I would have no problem farming, you know, the vet the vet smugglers if, like, they were part of the resistance. If they had to give them the resistance tag or something. Or give them, you know, like, yeah, you know, put them, put them somewhere else other than just, like, this random shitty tunes we have to have. Yeah. And, so, and- that, that's, my, that's my real beef is, like, is that they're just, they're, they're like, no value tunes. They really are. And, and, I mean, the Phoenix Squad, they've shoved those characters down our throat and they, they got zetas and and ezra's actually Not pretty it. good you know but yeah but i feel like these when are you going to use veteran han and veteran they're going to be fodder the territory wars i mean like that's so the way i'm framing it is and i spent so the way i did it was is i did buy i bought crystals for them when they went out there when they first came out and but i only got crystals up through i think i did either five or six stars for both of them. And then I would switch to um, just Cantina nodes. So I was, I've been done for about a week and a half or two weeks now with them. Um, and to be honest, the way I saw it was, is I, I, I'm paying for Ray and I'm getting two shitty tunes in addition to it. Like to, you're getting to some galactic power in exchange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm getting like, it's like, so instead of spending like a hundred dollars to just buy Ray when she comes out, I'm going to spend, I spend probably, I don't know, 40 bucks 60 bucks on crystals um and i'm gonna get ray and two whatever tunes yeah i don't know i just i don't know i'm just i'm i'm burned out man i'm i'm burned out on the panic farming and to be honest with you the thing that's keeping me happiest in all this is knowing that i'm not gonna get her and i'm okay with it like, I think that's where I'm at right now. Like, I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to get her because I'm just not ready, and I'm okay with it. I've gotten over it weeks ago, and I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not going to spend $400 on panic farming her. It's just not going to happen. Am I going to farm them? Yes, but I'm going to farm at my own pace. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't, I'm okay with losing. It's kind of like when I go to Vegas and I bring $500 cash. I don't expect to win any money. I expect to lose that 500. So if I win money, I'm like ecstatic. But if I lose that 500, I'm like, I already wrote that 500 off. I'm good. Does that make sense? No, yeah, for sure. So I'm approaching this with like, if I don't get it, I'm okay because I'm not expecting it. But if I do get it, all right.
If I do get it, I turn into Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. right. (laughs) You know what I like about Star Wars characters? They keep adding new ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like uh, we got into this discussion the other night after seeing Justice Like, Don't see it, by the way. Uh, And uh, we were talking about what DC character you like and hate the most. And I hate Superman. And everyone was kind of shocked about this. And I'm like, listen, Superman to me was always that guy on the playground that you would be like, I shot laser beams at you. And then he'd be like, no, 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 I'm impervious to laser beams. Like Superman was that guy. He was just like the guy that like every 15 seconds he invented a new power. Like I can fly around the world so fast backwards and change time. And like I can blow cold air like a hurricane. And I can, that's, that's kind of Star Wars, but in a more elegant way. It's like we have a plot hole. Just invent a new character. <laughs> it doesn't like it's not gonna hurt anyone and people are gonna like it it's okay so yeah that's 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 my whole take on that and think how many toys you can sell and characters in this game oh Boom. god the crab people i'm not buying one crab person the new snoke guards are terrible i'm not i'm not buying in on that all right that's one all thing right. i can universally hate and so no one- anyway my my final point is with ray is is if you if you if you if you wanted to get her, if you kind of, if you just, if you rolled the dice and suspected that this is what they're going to do, which is what everything was indicating, you know, you could get her. It is possible to get her with, and without spending a ridiculous amount of money. I think uh, you could, I if you would have started right at the beginning, if you would have started farming them right at the beginning, you would get at least very, very close. Yes. If you're a well-informed player. Yes. But the casual player found out on an in-game message, you know, eight or nine days before. So yeah. that is legitimate panic farming. And if again, anything, just, just do me a favor, CG, and like make them useful. Like add a resistance tag or something to them. Like, uh, just, uh, it'll just never something. happen. It'll never happen. And they're going to be required for territory wars or something, and it's going to be like that thing now. It, they're going to be the new Phoenix Squad, I'm telling you. And it's going to yeah. make me unhappy. But hey, to each their own, right? Like, I, I'm... I'm going to get them. I'll, I'll make it happen, but I'll probably hit them next time around. And I don't know when next time around is. That's the scary thing. Like, I feel like they're not going to run this event again. It's going to be one of those extremely rare characters like Thrawn and, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, what? Uh, like I'm starting to notice on Reddit, like there's this like undertone of, um, like it's slowly getting louder of like, when the hell is CLS coming back? Like I'm not being able to compete cause I don't have him. Like that's starting to kind of like pop up. Like when's he coming back? He needs to come back. Like, yeah, I'm starting to see that a lot more on Reddit now than before it was like, Oh, I missed him. That sucks. Now it's like, Oh man, it's very much like when the emperor came out. Yeah, and the emperor just like changed everything, and then it was like, you either had emperor and were in the top fifty, or you didn't. And now it's like, I'm starting to see that with with CLS now. Yeah, and it's weird too because once you have them, you kind of don't realize that pe- there's people that don't. And, and I'm not saying you're, you're condescending or anything like that, but like Nib and I both have them, and we don't see the event when it comes up, so we just assume the event runs sometime. So if you don't read that kind of stuff, you kind of forget the fact that it's like, oh, it hasn't been around for, what, four months, five months when they released them? And, you know, they need to do that again. I would guess they do it right after the movie. Honestly, it's got to be yeah. about the six-month mark, right? It's it, I think Palpatine it was, was like, six what, August months. is when they came out? Yeah. August, September? Yeah. I think, was, wasn't that Palpatine? He was six months, right? So was Thrawn? Uh, no, Thrawn came back after, like, three months. But yeah. I think it was. I think the emperor was six months the first time, and then he went to every other month. I'm still but waiting yeah. for the Chimera because that's killing us. Uh, I have so many leftover ships for territory wars, and I need oh, another dude. capital ship. I, I don't have it unlocked. It's so, so good too. It's so good. I know. What What's your rank right now in ships? Do you know? Um, I'm, I don't know. Anywhere between twenty five and forty, depending on if like I spend any time on it. Yeah, okay. I could probably get up in the top ten if I wanted to. I just don't like. I literally, I, I, like, I basically auto it, and it's it's mostly Thrawn, other Thrawns and Tarkins that I'm fighting. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so my Festivus miracle is just just make us not panic farm once, CG. Just please, just 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 once. Like, give us a month. I'll, I'll you know what? Call me. Call me up. You know, 650-762-8080 on the voicemail. And I will give you a full-on marketing plan for a non-panic farm that will make you money and make everyone happy. And, I, and, and I'll do that for free. That's my gift to all the players. I'll do that for free. 
No, you're so sweet. I know, right? Like, come on, CG. Just call me. Call me, CG. Uh, call him. <laughs> no, but I mean, call him name. Call him. Call him names. That's what I do. That's yeah, what that's, I do. That's not, that's not nice. So no, but seriously, I mean, one month notice, no kit reveal. Uh, you could reveal a new piece of the kit once every weekend. You could do double drops on Saturdays and Sundays. You could do uh, a special event for the two veterans, maybe, where you can bring in your strongest seven characters and fight them, like kind of like the BB-8 event. Like we, there's so many cool things you could do here, you know, for even five or ten shards too. You know, like I don't, I don't want it just like, oh, you beat this thing and like everybody just rains veteran shards. No, just, just some simple stuff. And to me, I, I just don't see the problem with that model. I don't see why that's so bad. But well, can we kind of change gears a little bit? I mean, did you do your Mystic battles yet? Because um, the B, the the BB8 Myst, like whatever Mystic battle thing came out, and I gotta say, it's pretty, it's kind of fun. The loot's really good. It didn't take that much time it's stupidly overpowered on the last tier but um but it's kind of what you're talking about like hey you beat this event and now we're gonna open up this kind of like heroic level event of it and we'll throw you a little bit of gear and a little bit of mods and yeah you know, i did it i and, did it I, um, and it was good and like i was like that's just this is nice i felt like that wasn't really balanced you know you can do it a couple times and that's that's it and you're gonna throw a little bit at you and yeah. If they need that. They need to be doing that more often. Like, just have those kind of things running all the time. Yeah, it felt good. And, and you know, like you said, the rewards were pretty good. I got kind of shafted on the rewards, but I did like the three Zeta for the achievement. So Yes, did, that was nice. Did you re- did you uh, reset the timer? Did you do the, the bonus tier again or no? No, I I didn't. Um, I kind of want... It's interesting uh, if anyone did I just did thought that. 600 crystals for a couple mods and a piece of gear is, is kind of a... I don't know. I'm... I'm I'm trying. To, I'm in cons- conservation mode now. After, like, I'm waiting for Ray to get here. <laughs> you're you're just cautiously waiting. Yeah. Uh, uh time for some Playing house defense. cleaning. Zone defense. Uh, remember, you can leave us voicemails. They'll be played live on the show. That's seven six two eight zero eight zero six five zero area code. Also, uh, thanks to everyone who supports us in our Discord channel. The link is on our website, which is scottohateseverything.com, or you can go to the podcast website which is too complicated, but if you search Cheat Code Visa, you can find it. Also, we opened up a Twitter account. Uh, Sometimes these shows are a little bit delayed because we're waiting for certain characters to release and things like that. So you can find us on Twitter at Cheat Code Visa. Uh, It's not very complicated. I think you can figure out how to get there. Just Google Cheat Code Visa and everything will come up for you. Uh, We're going to go into our next little segment, which I didn't really prepare a drop for, so you guys can hate me if you want. But I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about Territory Wars here because that was the the primary source of topic on our last pod with Cubs Van Han. Now, we were pretty heavy on wanting to change Territory Wars. And after the first Territory War, I was pretty all in on that tactic, giving us points for defense and things like that. Now, to be clear... I'm still okay with doing stuff like that, but we won our second territory war and we won it by creating an entirely new strategy. And Nib and I have, have spoken about this at length uh, outside of the show here and with our guild. And we actually really grew to like territory wars in the sense that it felt like the heroic tank again, where we had to figure out a way to beat the tank without wasting our best characters and where to use them and come up with a strategy to beat the other guild. And I think out of this simplicity, Capital Games has come up with a really fun strategic battle. So I'm I'm going to backpedal a little bit. I still think, uh, and I'll finish up with another thought, but I still think we could do points for defense and things like that. But Nib, Nib, what do you think? Are are you all in on territory wars? What's your What's your impression? Um, I so so I think I think they're I think it's a very simple. Yes, I'm all in. Uh, uh most of uh, the leadership of our guild has has shifted gears from, um, you know, we've shifted gears from trying to figure out optimizing the, the dark side territory battles. Like we're already doing real well in the light side territory battles. We've shifted our focus away from, from, you know, maximizing stars on that. 
Um, and we've shifted our focus to territory wars almost completely. And we, while the, 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 the actual game mode itself is very simple and like easy to do, um, we actually think that there are some very complicated strategic things that you can do um, while, you're, while, you're, while you're playing the territory wars that we think is really interesting. And so we threw our first iteration of one of our strategies out, and it we were able to execute very well as a guild. There was a couple of things that we want to change. And we can't wait for the next one to come out because we're going to evolve that strategy a little bit more. Um, and so we do think that it is possible to be able to win Territory Wars. Now, uh, now having said that, we did hear about the Team Instinct. Did you hear about what happened to Team Instinct? No, I didn't. So basically, they I, for, I don't know who they fought. I forgot who they fought. But basically, the other team put a bunch of like chewy leads in and like just total trash tunes on all their defense. And they went completely offense. And so they basically forced the draw. They played for the draw. Oh. And they were and and with like a couple hours left, I guess they were able to finally take down the last of uh, Team Instinct's defense. So they just went 100% offense, and they were they were basically barely able to get through um, the Team Instinct. So Team Instinct apparently made a big stink about that, or they weren't happy about it. They thought it was kind of like, you know, playing for a draw is not nearly as good as playing for a win. So well, but uh, but anyway, I mean, we're, but hold yeah, on. So I mean, but it's kind of interesting. That's... But that's that's a win in my mind. That's a loss for Team Instinct, and a win for the opposing guild. Because when you're going up against the most powerful guild, right, you've got to find a way to make yeah, it you happen. Play spoiler. Yeah, and and just I mean that's that's what we're talking about. The strategy here is interesting because they said screw it, we're going just run through us. But we're going to save every single last team we have to run through you. So no matter what you do, we will have more offense than you have defense, right? Yep. And, and what's better? Yep. You, you, just putting in a bunch of defense, having instinct run through, and then being like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, we you know, we lost. No, we went and we tied. We found a way to tie you, which is actually a win for us. And I like that. Yeah, so I mean, so I, and, and, to be com and, and, and to be honest, in my impression, I actually think, um, I think there are defenses that can even stop that uh in my but again we won't know until we try something like that so although i'm not i've not been in a guild with 150 gp right so we're in the 110 gp range um so we'll, we'll see like uh, i i think it'll be interesting if that's what happens to them but i do think i do think there are i think there are ways if if you think your team so here's my here's my point i think if you think your opponent is going to play that way. Um, I would. I'm going to assume Team Instinct is going to change their strategy significantly the next time they have one of these, uh, in an attempt to try to block that. So, you know, and maybe the next team they play doesn't try to just run that table that way. It's like so. You know what I mean? So this is where I'm talking about where we're really excited because we think it's going to be. Uh, it's really a chess game. It's going to yeah. be a game of chess. I think. And you know, and poker. Basically. I think out of the simplicity of it, like here's you know, what is it, like 12 plots, you can do whatever you want. The simplicity of it has created a very complex problem. So out of this completely blank canvas has been born this like insane idea to strategize and find a way to win. And there isn't much there. It's like, here's the three things you have to do, go do them. And then here's the three things you have to do to stop them, find out how to do it. So most people seem to think the, the strategy is on the defense. So with that being said, I, I like the Territory Wars. I think there could be a lot of cool things. Uh, one thing I was talking about with Cubs Van Han off the show was they could revolve. They could give bonuses on defense and extra points for defense. And then the next week they could have bonuses for offense and bonus points for successfully defeating a team in one shot or something like that. I think there could be more complex things added in in the future. But that being said, it's great the way it is now. And I've come around. I, I already liked it. Like I said, I think I think in the video I said like 87% or something. I am 98% in right now. Like I really do like it. And I thought, I thought it was great enough that 
I just wanted to play it. And now that Territory Battles is back, I'm kind of like, ugh, I kind of want Wars again. Like, yeah, battle, sure. Battles feels like a grind. Wars feels fun. And I think that's how yeah. you can sum it up best. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I think it's a lot. I, th- I actually think the strategy can, can be a lot more complex than people are currently realizing. Um, I think when you read Reddit and you see it, I think um, I think people I, I think people don't fully fully appreciate that yet. I mean, I, I'm curious to see how long before um, I, I really want to just see how the territory war strategies evolve over the next uh, like let's say three or four territory wars. So I'm I'm all in uh, that the day that we did it the la- the the second one when when we basically uh, a couple of us came up with the strategy. And we basically like it's a funny thing is, and I'm not going to go into our strategy, but it was funny because you know one one of our officers made a comment, um, and then you know I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting idea, you know, I'm kind of like I'd like to kind of attack it that way, and then we had Tal who runs all our numbers. He's like, yeah, but I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we had. Well, wait a minute. We had our accountant Tal do it. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I, that... I was like, wait a minute, and I was like, wait a minute, what? We, and we kind of adjusted it. And we, we and we literally argued. Um, I wouldn't say argue. We we had a really heavy, heated discussion for about probably over like a four or five hour period. I mean, it wasn't constant. It was because we were all on our Discord on our phones, you know, doing yeah. But, our day. but that's the point of the, the game. That's that's yeah. their that's their end goal. That's always their end goal is to create conversation and to create a need for this strategy. And in that, they have succeeded. And so finally, like I kind of got everybody around to my uh, my strategy, um, and then and then Tal was like, "Well, wait a minute." I I, I boiled it down to like one sentence, and I'm not going to say what the sentence is, but we boiled it down to like one simple thing, like, "Okay, this is what this is going to be our objective for stra- for territory wars," and uh, and then Tal kind of slightly tweaked what I wanted us to do, and I was like, "That's you're right. This is perfect." Uh, let's do it. And then uh, the funny part was it took a lot of the guild was hesitant there. Everybody in the guild was like, there's no way you can do it. It's silly. You know, it's always going to be, it's always going to be a tie. And we're like, let's just try it. Like, trust us this time. Let's try this strategy. And, uh, and it ended up working out nearly flawlessly, exactly how we expected it to happen. And now Tal jokingly said, you know, we can basically make we can get anybody to do anything, and they'll follow us to hell. You know, because I don't know they, about that. They're, they're all in on the strategy. <laughs> At least know you know that. in Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy game. Hell. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the, the we can get the guild here, to basically do anything we want to try now. The whole point so, here is strategize with your guild and try to think of the best way to get your accomplishment. If you want to go offense, if you want to go defense, you have to find a way to position yourself accurately, and there's a million different strategies out there. There's a million different guides, but ultimately it's going to come down to your guild because your guild is going to have different uh, characteristics and tunes than anyone else. Your mods are different. Everyone's so unique that it it really forces your guild to be very um, strategic and mobile. Like You need to be very quick to adapt to things, as well as you have to look at your opponent too. So... Uh, the one thing I always wondered about Territory Wars, and maybe some of our listeners can reach out, in the smaller guilds, the ones that don't have 50, do you get matched up? I mean, you get matched up to similarly powered, like Galactic Power, but if you had 25 players that were at 60 million Galactic Power, if you're facing a 50-player guild with the same Galactic Power, I would think that would be kind of difficult, and I wonder if their matching algorithm has something in there for that. So I think the way it works, I think the reason they have that preview day, you know, where you like, where you basically sign up. Yeah. So what I think they do, my, my assumption is, is what they do is they, they, at the end of that preview day, they like, they add up, like, let's say you, let's say you join, like your guild only has 25 people, but it's like 60 million GP. It'll basically, it'll add that up and it'll say, okay, so you have 60 million GP and it'll find another 60 million GP of signups, right? And, and maybe the other guild has 50 people. Um, and then what I think they do is they only let you deploy on defense uh, half of your half, like up to like half of how many people signed up. So okay. you'd only be able to get what, like what, 13, 12, 12 people. You'd only be able to assign 12 defensive teams. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Just, so just I think so that's interesting. How the yeah, I, I don't know if someone could reach out to us. Let us know. I mean, we, we, we have two guilds, but they're both full of 50 people. So I've never seen kind of what happens. Um any other last comments on Territory Wars, Nib, before we move on? 
Um, I, you know, we, we have a, we're excited about them. We like them. We actually have a plan, um, that we put in place to try to be better at our strategy, um, kind of take it to the next level and everyone's executing on that while, while they're distracted by territory battles. So I, we're, we're all in, we're having a good time with it. Yeah. I, I think most I'm, people I'm like are ready too. for one to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. And I, I like that they went back to back with it too. Cause it was fun. Uh, right back. So now I want, I want to, you know, we started the show out with, Jedi Ray or Jedi Training Ray, and then we talked about, you know, the panic farming and and things like that. But I want to go ahead and kind of do the opposite here towards the end of the show. And I want to talk, and I want to thank CG. And I want to talk about some positive changes in the game because I feel like we've been lost in all this new content. We haven't really discussed this yet, but the changes to the shard store, the changes to the guild store, these are all, I mean, I can't say thank you enough because they really helped farm characters to gear 12 the the mark 3 carbontes the stun cuffs all that stuff that are available in the guild store now that's what i wanted to spend my guild currency on like that is the exact thing i wanted and we got it and i'm so happy for it it has completely changed the way i play the game i had like 50,000 guild points i think i'm thinking down to like 7,000 like i've been spending like it's free because uh, I, it's just it's been amazing. Like I, I can't say thank you enough. The new shard store, everything. It's been a very welcome change, a very welcome change, and it's made playing the game a lot funner. Because now the rewards, the raid, if they suck, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I just got a thousand guild currency. Like I can go buy whatever. I, you know, like it's great. I love it. It is useful again. I ignored that thing completely. Now, if only my cantina points were worth something more than than ship credits, I'd be all in. Well, I, I use the Cantina points for shards. Same with the Galactic War. What do you mean? I I I, I buy just random tunes that I already own, and then I shard them. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, I did that for Grievous. I stopped doing that, though, because I was kind of thinking there would be a rework. Now that the rework has happened, I'm still kind of cautious. I think I have yeah, like 50,000. Yeah, but 50, the, the shard gear is good, man. I know, I know, I know. But... So I, I keep so I keep my Cantina points at twenty thousand, and I keep my Galactic War at twenty thousand, and anything above that I burn, and I and I get uh, shards. Hey, that's another thing to talk about. Galactic War is easy again, and it's made everything a little bit less sweaty and everything a little bit more awesome, in my mind. Yeah, it's a good cash infusion with a couple, you know, character shards and. Yeah. yeah, I I I I prefer not being stressed about it. Like you know, four different like four nodes every day. Oh my god, it was I just, terrible. I run through in like there. ten minutes now. Yeah, I can auto most of it, and and it's pretty easy. Um, but but that I think that was the whole point of it. Like it should just be like ten percent challenging. Like it wasn't supposed to be twelve arena teams that you hate facing because it got so bad that I was just like, ah, I'm not doing that anymore. Like that one's done. Because I'm just not sweating that much. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, I, 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 don't, I, I like the balance in the podcast because we're so critical a lot of times. So, I, you know, when things like this happen, like, man, this was so good. This was so good. I was so happy about this. The Galactic War and the story work was huge for me. Like, it made me happy again. Yeah, no, the, the guild the guild store, the shard shop, um, all of those have been super helpful changes. The even just the normal uh, crystal store. I think I have like eighty six stun cuffs right now because like I just like I'm so scarred. <laughs> um I'm so scarred that like every time they pop up in the shard or the guild one, I just buy them. Oh god. Because it's Do like, you... oh my god, I'm I'm never gonna have enough stun, uh, stun cuffs. No, no one ever will. Even on a test account, you never have enough. Uh, like can, I looked, I looked earlier and I was like, "Holy crap! I got eighty-six of these things, and six of them are for sale at the shard shop." Why? Can, can we like <laughs> hypothesize? Is is Ray's gear out yet? Because I bet you she is just terrible to gear. I bet you. Oh no! It's I, it's gonna be nothing but carbontes and stun cuffs. Oh like, god! You, it's gonna be me. and then start stock and then whatever pilot. those really awful gear twelve stuff pieces are. Oh god! I, it, well, on next show you'll you'll be able to tell us that's for sure. But I'm sure it's not gonna be fun. Oh, you're going to too, Scott. Don't you lie. <sighs> I'm nah. I'm I'm search your feelings. You know this to be true. No! Going to a next drop.
That's right. Let's spread some rumors to finish this show up. We're going to talk about some more rumors. We haven't done this in a while, and our rumors seem to be kind of accurate, if I do say so myself. So if you listen to the show, you should listen to the rumors. Uh, first rumor that we have, and this one's pretty credible, is that Old Fat Luke, or what we're always calling Old Fat Luke, will bolster Jedi Training Ray. And from what we know, Old Fat Luke is going to be no joke when he's paired with Jedi Training Ray. So that's the first rumor. Uh, we've heard it from multiple sources. I wouldn't expect this any sooner than after the release day of the movie, though. I don't think we're getting any characters before the movie, which is next, you know, this coming week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I'm totally on board with that rumor. Uh, it, it fits in, like, you know, just like the out of nowhere do these, these vet smugglers come in, and it's like, oh, clearly it makes sense if, if, if they're going to do a hero's journey with Ray that you got to have them. And then you go, oh, Ray's dope, except she's got these, like, one or two holes in her kit. Um, Almost like it's it was like, on okay, purpose. well, hmm, I wonder what I wonder what they're wonder why those are holes there, right? So, um, the expectation that I have been hearing is that Ray, uh, is that uh, old Luke will give Ray a taunt, and he will also my, my expectation is that he's gonna have some sort of uh, AOE expose. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's an attacker. I wonder if he'll carry a resistance tag. Does uh, Jedi training Ray have a resistance tag? Yeah, she does. So I, I think she, I think he will. You would think so, right? Yeah, I mean, although they they're never going to let us know until the movie comes out because yeah. like that would be spoilerish, spoilerish yeah. for sure. Yeah, or maybe you know, with all the rumors of Ray possibly going dark side, it would be cool if they came out with like a dark side Ray. But I just don't want Ray to turn into the next Han where there's like 17 versions of her, even though I know that's just going to happen. So. Just accept it, Scott. Uh, yeah, don't even... Yeah, I just don't even want to talk, think about it right now. And I'll need, like... Well, one thing's for sure. If I need Cup or Mob Enforcer, those are both going to gear 12. That's what I've been working on. So, you know, my priorities are solidly in place, Nib. <laughs> yeah. like, I've, I've got my priorities. I, yes. Yes, Scott. I agree with you. And anyone, and anyone not in our... That we might fight in Territory Wars, I think you should listen to Scott and go that way. <laughs> you know... Uh, I want to be the guy that runs Gear 12 Cup in Arena. I just want to be that guy and still holds top 50. So I've got to make this happen. And I'm going to make it happen. Or Mob Enforcer. I don't care. Either one. Anyways. Or both. Oh, God. I don't know if I could survive that. <laughs> I don't think you could go top 50 with both of them. But one one could only hope. One could only hope, Nips. Uh, so our our other credible rumor. You want to you share that one, Nib? Uh, it's, it's been, it's been hanging out there forever, but it's getting louder is that Revan is finally on his way. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of anxious about this because I wonder how they're going to fit all this in. And, and I don't know, I don't watch, um, the cartoon, the rebels, but I'm wondering if there's some tie in with that or like how they're going to introduce because well, Rian Johnson, Revan's, who Revan's from the old Republic. So I know, but he's back like. Are they going to do like a flashback season? Like, are they going to have? I'm just wondering because usually there's some sort of uh, precursor Time. to this. Yeah, there's there's like there's always a there's always a marketing machine aspect to this. So I'm I'm kind of wondering what we're going to get with that. I I'd be stoked because it's dark side. I don't know his story as well as I should, but I'm definitely going to read up on it. And and I it's Sith, so like you know I'm, I'm all in. Like that, I'll spend money on. That I will spend a lot of money on. My visa will be maxed to get that uh, character. He, he's he's basically just re relative. He's basically just kind of like known as the most powerful Sith ever, essentially. Mm, Vader, Anakin. No, anyway, but Anakin. we'll get to. But yeah, so I feel the same way. I feel like their December feels like it's got a chock full schedule, and I'd almost be concerned with his kit if they just kind of like threw him out there, like on the December twenty third or something. Like, oh, here, buy this for Christmas. Yeah, I I don't think they'll do that. I think there's going to be something else, but that but that is the other credible rumor and and I hope it does come true because um I was expecting more dark side characters to come out before territory battles, the dark side one. Uh but since it's kind of like just the reverse Hoth map, I'm kind of wondering you know what happened. Also, I'm really curious to see in the dark side if they did correct all those uh cleanses on the rebel commander. 
because oh, the difficulty was so 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 ridiculous that the whole thing was silly like yeah dude the, oh rebel commander randomly gets randomly gets dodge all the time like yeah if he loses dodge he gains dodge yeah like, it's it's like rebel commander gets dodge if he has dodge or had dodge or wants dodge at any point in his life yeah that that or was someone kit. someone somewhere in the world says dodge he gets dodge and yeah. um oh and by the way he'll just cleanse everything and heal everybody back to full life yeah, and also whenever a pigeon flies over a house and poops on its roof, he gets dodge. Yeah. So it's like exactly at at any moment that when a dude... butterfly flaps its wings in Africa, uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, wow, Jesus. butterfly comment that week off really did you good, huh? It did. You, you're just so happy you're talking about. I still got to work in an ice cream one at some point here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you you just you're just so happy that uh, you're talking about butterflies now, Nib. Is that is that what happened? No, it's a whole. Oh, shut up. Never mind. Like it's a whole. <laughs> it was a whole like you know like something happens somewhere else. A butterfly flaps its wings. It like has a ripple effect. It like sure causes a tsunami and mm-hmm. uh, whatever. You're not a science person. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. You're just so happy like a butterfly, Nib. That's what I think. God, I don't. Yeah, you know what? No one likes you really. <laughs> Seriously, nobody likes you. You're a bad person. I am not a bad one. Nobody well, cares. Kind of a bad. I mean, I am a Sith, so technically, I guess I could be considered a bad person. So you uh, are definitely a bad person. We're gonna switch gears and say hello. This is uh, one of the things we did a couple podcasts ago. But we had someone in our Discord join from Barbados. Do you remember this, Nib? This happened this week. I do. And yeah. uh, it was pretty awesome. So we went to went to the site. We looked at it, and Barbados has eight unique listeners. That is 0.3% of all of our listeners are are from Barbados. So we did this a while ago. We gave some shout-outs to some really cool countries that have been listening. Uh, one that popped up this week that I wanted to mention, three people in Kenya. Three people in Kenya are playing Star Wars Galaxy Heroes and listening to our podcast. Italy, Denmark, Austria, United Emirates, like... Lithuania, Romania, Sweden, Taiwan, Belgium, Bulgaria, Colombia, Finland, Hong Kong, Croatia, Luxembourg, Morocco, Puerto Rico. The list goes on and on. These are all two, three, four, five confirmed downloads. Uh, And then we have one person, okay? One single person from the country of other. Like, (laughs) someone listened to the podcast where literally our pod service cannot discern what country they live in i don't know if that's cool or scary to be honest with you <laughs> it's the nsa they're coming for us yeah it's probably cg I was like gonna they're say trying to track CG. us down <laughs> yes i was gonna say it's cg like hiding their ip address or something uh single listener in south africa uh i, I just the list goes on and on and and honestly we really do appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to us uh vent and talk about butterflies and everything else we do on this podcast so thank you again to everybody a uh, special shout out to our barbados listener that was awesome we, we're glad to have you in the discord server it's always a good chat in there uh, and it's growing pretty quickly you guys really do need to seek out this cantina chat for territory wars uh, one thing i think we mentioned in the first show was we actually reached out to the guild we were fighting in our first territory wars and we were having some friendly smack talk made the territory wars so much better like it's fun but when you can actually kind of trash talk and not like terrible but just just friendly trash talk made it way better like way better because you can put a face and, and a voice to who you're fighting and it, and it just makes it fun you can make and your it's, own discord it's also server. pretty funny how different like so the, the two guilds we we had were completely different, like their personalities and stuff, but they were both super cool. So it was just like a different styles between different guilds. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. And it was just a good time. Like it, it, it never got out of hand. It was always very fun. And yeah, it was just a good time. I really enjoyed having them in. And uh, they were both good sports about it. I appreciated everything. So shout out to all the guilds we faced. And you need to check out that uh, cantina. The link is up on our site, so you can check it out and get in there. I think there's there's almost 5,500 people in that thing now. There's a lot. So you can find the guild you're fighting and and rep them pretty hard. So uh, that's it for this show. Really do appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, as always, Nibane's back. Don't worry. He didn't go anywhere. You guys don't have to stop complaining about not enough nib and blah, blah. Like The three people that missed you are going to be so ecstatic that you're back, Nib. 
Everybody misses me. Nah, Everybody I, needs more nib in their life. <laughs> Everybody needs a little more nib. Anyways, That's thanks right. again for listening. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks, right before Christmas break. Also, we may or may not be doing a live tester show this week, this upcoming week. So stay tuned to the Twitter and the Discord if you guys want to participate in that. Uh, Nib and A will be in studio next week to record some special podcasts, and we've got some awesome surprises coming up for you guys. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys soon.